Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back. Hardline here on News Radio 930 WBEN, hour number two of two. Uh, we are joined this segment by State Senator Ed Rath. Senator, good morning. Good morning, Joe. How you doing? Doing well this morning. Just, I want to start uh, start off the same way I started off with the Assemblyman uh, Angelo Morinello talking about this idea of suspending the gas tax. Uh, where do you stand on that? Yeah, I'm totally in favor of suspending the gas tax in New York State. In fact, I debated it last week uh, on the floor of the Senate, and we have the ability to suspend 33 cents of the New York portion of the gas tax. And we have a responsibility, I believe, to the people of our region and our state to do that, all 33 cents. Right now, the proposal is to only suspend 16 cents of the 33 cents. So we should give all of that back to the residents of this New York State because it's high time that we give them a break from the burdensome taxes that they're paying. Now, uh, Assemblyman Morinello also mentioned a bill that I I think it was proposed, uh, an environmental bill that would actually add to the gas tax. Uh, Where do we stand with this? Yeah, that's a part of the New York State Green New Deal, if you will, which uh, if it is passed, the carbon tax would add 55 cents per gallon to the cost uh, of the fuel that we pay for right now, gasoline, diesel, and all of its related products. Uh, That is a very, very expensive proposal. That is something that we should reject in New York State uh, because right now we pay 45th out of 50 when it comes to taxes across the country. We should be giving this tax money back to the people and not uh, pushing additional costs onto them. Speaking of additional costs, speaking of uh, money, we we hear the budget going uh, through in Albany. Uh, Before we get to the budget, there was this proposal. I know this was shot down in the assembly, but I want to know your thoughts on it uh, from the governor to have uh, alcohol beverages to go. You could pick them up or have them delivered. Now, again, that got taken out by the assembly. um, But where do you stand with that? And where is the Senate on that if a new proposal were to come through? I'm totally in favor of alcohol to go uh, with our restaurants. Uh, They have endured regulations and costs and burdens during this pandemic uh, that have been extremely difficult for them to survive. And they're barely hanging on by a thread right now. If we can give them the ability to have alcohol to go as an additional revenue source for them, I'm 100% in favor of that. 
and I'm aware that the Assembly had rejected it, but I will add my voice into the Senate discussion to make sure that we get this approved to help out our restaurants as much as possible because it's been very hard on them throughout the pandemic. And uh, speaking of that, that was taken out during the uh, during the budget. Where do we stand on uh, on the budget? What should we New Yorkers be looking uh, looking out for when this thing goes through? Sure. Uh, you know what we've seen over the last two years, Joe, is an increase in the budget by twenty three percent over the last two years. Uh, this is a massive increase in spending, and our greatest asset in New York is our people. And our people deserve a state spending plan, which is fiscally conservative, as well as visionary in its priorities. And what we've received over the last two years is actually a spending plan, which is incredibly expensive, totally unsustainable, and out of touch. And let me explain to you how it's unsustainable. A lot of the money that we're actually spending in the budget right now is one-time revenue from the federal government. It's pandemic relief money. And we're spending that relief money on continuous expenses in the budget. So we're spending money we don't have in New York State, and that's totally fiscally irresponsible. And what we should be doing is putting together a plan that says, yes, these one-shot monies from the federal government can be spent on one-shot programs and projects like infrastructure or returning uh, this, uh, reducing or eliminating these gas taxes for a period of time or broadband infrastructure. That's what one shot should be spent on, not on continuous expenses, because those bills are going to come home and we're going to have to pay for those bills and we're not going to have the revenue to pay for it long term. So we could be seeing a significant tax increase down the road because we're spending money we don't have in New York State. You know, speaking of, uh, of tax increase, and this might be a little bit uh, of my uh, of my opinion coming through, and I apologize for that. But, you know, people have been leaving New York State. There's no secret, especially over the last two years. Is any of that a concern in Albany that we continue to lose people? And I know Governor Cuomo said it was because of the weather. I think a lot of it has to do with the taxes. Is, is this well known in Albany? It's very well known in Albany. And uh, we've been talking about it on our side of the aisle for the entire period of the pandemic and long before that. Taxes is the number one concern of the residents in our region in some surveys that I have done. It's out of control. The cost of doing business as well as being a resident in New York State. Affordability, we are 50th out of 50 when it comes to uh, the cost and the uh, regulations that are impacting our residents. We need to change that. And we can change that in a budget and a spending plan, which is visionary and also uh, has uh, a conservative, conservative approach to our spending. Instead, we're expanding year over year the cost of our budget. And the reason why people are leaving to the tune of almost a thousand people a day in New York State is because of taxes, because of regulations, and also a general political climate, which is inconsistent with our priorities and inconsistent with the will of the voters. Uh, We have been prioritizing criminals over law-abiding citizens. We have been defunding and dismantling our law enforcement at a time in which we should be investing and prioritizing law enforcement. We have energy policies, which, if they are approved, are incredibly expensive. All the while, what we're doing is we are creating policies for our largest industry in New York State, which is our farms and our agriculture industry. We're creating policies which are going to limit access to workers, make their business that much more expensive, and closing down potentially farms who are struggling as well right now. And you know the adage, no farms, no food. 
And if we're not prioritizing our agricultural sector in New York State, we are in deep trouble for the sustainability of our great state. Yeah, it, 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 it's, you know, for, I mean, I'm, I'm 33, for as long as I've been following this stuff, um, New York not only overtaxed, but it also seems that it's not overly business friendly. We talked about this uh, on the afternoon show last week. Um, about, you know, New York's not on the top 10 list of any kind of business friendly. Uh, has there been any kind of push to help out these businesses that were able to stay open for the last, after the last two years, um, you know, continue to contribute to the economy? Anything to give them any kind of relief when it comes to taxes? Well, I'll tell you, relief should start, uh, you know, with uh, tax relief as well as regulatory relief. I mentioned that we're 45th out of 50 in taxes. We're 49th out of 50 in regulations. So regulation uh, and a very expensive regulation uh, is yet again another tax on our businesses. And we're seeing businesses leave New York and go to other areas where the business climate is that much more friendly. And what we need to do, you're right, is prioritize our policies out of Albany, which allow us to create, attract, and retain jobs in New York State versus our businesses leaving New York State. And I want to share this, and this is important. Uh, we have seen a renaissance in western New York and in our region over the last decade. And it's great to see, you know, cranes in the sky and buildings being built and investment happening. And that has all happened in spite of the challenging environment that we have in New York State. The high taxes, the difficult regulations. Just imagine for a moment what our renaissance would look like if we didn't have the high taxes and the suffocating regulations that we have in our region. We'd have our children and our grandchildren staying here, and uh, opportunities would be that much more plentiful. Western New York is an incredible place. It is home to all of us, and it's something that we need to New York State to get our head on straight when it comes to our spending plan and the policies coming out of Albany because the outflow is very, very troubling. Most of it from New York City, granted, uh, when we continue to create policies that hurt our farms and hurt our businesses, that outflow could continue and expand to upstate. So let's stop the New York City-based agenda and let's prioritize upstate and western New York in this budget. Speaking of policies out of Albany, uh, Governor Hochul, this is according to the Times Union. Uh, Joshua Solomon did a piece on this. Uh, Governor Hochul looking for changes to the already reformed New York's bail laws. Now, the subtitle says Republicans are cautiously optimistic. Uh, what do you think? What have you heard of the governor's push to reform uh, the bail reform? You know what would make me optimistic, Joe, is if we repealed the entire concept and we start it over. That's the way in which we can start to create this uh, reform policy in the right manner. If you nibble around the edges and create minor reforms, you're not solving the problem. And what is the problem? Well, we're prioritizing criminals over law-abiding citizens. We're seeing a turnstile, if you will, with our courts, with criminals being released back out onto the streets just to conduct crime again and again. And our communities are less safe because of that. So let's reform this by repealing it and starting over. Yes, there are some changes that should happen. I agree with some of them. But the only way in which we're going to get it right is by literally eliminating what we started out with and starting over. Because I'll tell, I'll tell you this, and I said it earlier, we should be funding and prioritizing law enforcement as well as prioritizing law-abiding citizens, not prioritizing criminals. And the only, only way we can do that is by starting over, if you ask me. 
Now, speaking of bail reform, the person who uh, proposed or that put in that bail reform, uh, former Governor Andrew Cuomo, has been flirting with this idea of of getting back in the uh, in the governor's mansion, entering the governor's race. Uh, what do you think of former Governor Cuomo maybe running again? I believe New Yorkers are tired of former Governor Cuomo. And I'll tell you, he failed New Yorkers in many, many ways under his tenure. If you look at his handling of the pandemic, it was burdensome, it was intrusive, and it was unchecked. He had unilateral control throughout this pandemic. There was no checks and balances, and there was no role for the state legislature to be a part of the discussion and a part of the policies. And the nursing home death cover-up was absolutely shameful. And I'll tell you, thousands of deaths unnecessarily happened in New York State under his tenure and under his leadership. And we still don't have any answers. We haven't had a proper investigation, which we should have for all of those families who lost their loved ones needlessly throughout this pandemic. And you know what a question that hasn't been asked? Why weren't the COVID-positive patients who were taken out of our hospitals and pushed in our nursing homes, why weren't they sent to the USS Comfort and the Javits Center? where they were dedicated for hospital overflow. For some odd reason, he sent them to the nursing homes, which were already over capacity. Also, he had an illegal book deal, which he profited by millions of dollars. This governor, uh, former governor, I should say, uh, has a lot of explaining to do. And I'll tell you, I think New Yorkers are tired of him, and I think they're tired of his failed policies. Do you think that um, the, the impeachment talks and, and all that that went away when he resigned, uh, if he's able to legally get back into this race, that that's a failure of um, the houses in Albany? Absolutely. Uh, and that's another example of the lack of accountability or transparency that we've seen out of Albany. Uh, this governor needs to answer for his failed policies as well as uh, the sexual harassment and uh, sexual assault allegations. Uh, This is a man who had literally skipped town uh, uh, in the 11th hour and has not answered to the people of the state of New York. And the impeachment investigation absolutely should continue so that we guarantee that this type of erratic and uh, totally unnecessary behavior does never never happens again in Albany. Now, before we let you go, I, uh, you know, I was doing my, my pre-interview reading, and I was surprised that this is not a law in New York State. It's a law that it's a bill that you introduced that would require contributions made to a political action committee uh, amounting $10,000 in any calendar year be reported to the State Board of Elections. Senator, I have to, I have to admit, I thought that was already a law, uh, but it's something that you have introduced. I have, because I think that uh, everything should be properly reported. And everything should be properly, um, you know, disclosed to uh, the State Board of Elections. And when uh, there are contributions that are made, it should be transparent to the people of the state of New York. And I rank on the Elections Committee, uh, and I'm proud to have that responsibility to provide adequate reporting, oversight, and transparency in the elections process. And look, we have had a lot of changes uh, that have been either proposed or passed over the last couple of years out of Albany. And I think we need to make sure that the reforms that we provide, like the example of mine that you're citing, uh, level with the people of the state of New York. And you know what? Uh, there are, there's a two-party system in New York State, and I'm happy to advocate and be a part of that discussion. And this proposal is one way in which we can provide more accountability and openness in the campaign finance process in New York State. 
That's why I proposed it, and the people have every right to know who's contributing to these campaigns that people are running for office. I don't know how anyone could disagree with that, uh, Senator, but we'll, uh, we'll definitely be following it. Hey, I appreciate you taking some time out of your Sunday and joining me this morning. Absolutely. Thank you, Joe. Great talking with you. Great talking with you as well. That is State Senator Ed Rath joining us. If you missed any of that interview or any of our interview with Assemblyman Angelo Morinello, that will soon be on demand at WBEN.com and on the Odyssey app. When we come back, Dave Leventhal. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.